um, you know, and, and talking about in, his, in terms of him growing in my company and how he could express himself. And in the context of that, he shared something with me that I think is really important for you guys to hear. He said his dad taught him very early in life, never chase the money, let the money chase you. Mm. And making that shift for myself, I think, was the second thing that helped me to grow my company from a hundred million to a billion. You're about to listen to the best of TSP. This is a collection of content from workshops and conferences that we've done over the years because we want to help you grow and expand your business. So do me a favor, lean in, pay attention, and listen now. Uh, a young man named uh, Zia Islam, I have to give him his shout out. We were going actually through the Atlanta airport right around the time of 9-11, and my brother Carlton Zia and I were going to make a presentation. And um, back then, if you looked like Zia, you were random every time. And uh, y'all remember random? Uh, and some of y'all's last name were random too. And, uh, and, 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 and so Carlton and I, Carlton, i go in front, Carlton would go behind, but Zia's uh, laptop got pulled every time. In any event, Zia said something to me in the lounge, in the Delta lounge after uh, going through security. I was asking him how he felt about that because I witnessed it for him so much. And um, he said, um, you know, and, and talking about in, his, in terms of him growing in my company and how he could express himself. And in the context of that, he shared something with me that I think is really important for you guys to hear. He said his dad taught him very early in life, never chase the money, let the money chase you. Mm. And making that shift for myself, I think was the second thing that helped me to grow my company from a hundred million to a billion. Wow. Um, let me ask you a question, because... Being comfortable in that, that, a part of it, a subset of that is that you're comfortable in it. How many of us have seen, Lamar, people gain income, but they don't live in wealth? Definitely. Yes. You know, wealth has a lot of element to it. Uh, it's just a lot of money if you're not healthy in it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Totally. And a lot of money you're not healthy in is like a lot of car you don't know how to drive. Mm. You know, you get dangerous. Mm. How, mm -hmm. how did your day-to-day -day life change across that span? Didn't change a lot. I mean, uh, I'm on the road three weeks out of the month right now because I'm on a plan. You see, my, my son calls me. He said, Mom, you're doing a, you, you're doing a, a, a stint now. You're in, you know, you're at, because... Uh, uh, my son, I'm not going to be like Queen Elizabeth. I'm not going to be sitting on that throne and Charles never get a shot. Okay? <laughs> uh, that ain't smart when someone's earned the right, especially when you have two kids who are very, two young adults who are very cooperative with each other and defined in what their roles are. My, 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 uh, my life didn't change. A lot of stuff changed. Like, I eat on heron. Some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't, go Google it, H-E-R-E-N-D. It's really lovely, and it appreciates over the years. So I'll use different crystal, sterling silver at the table, you know, instead of the good IKEA stuff. Uh, <laughs> ain't hating on IKEA because I had it. 
um, was grateful for it. Uh, but, uh, the, but I'm still, no matter whether I'm, I have Waterford Crystal, Heron China, and uh, Tiffany Silver, I'm still eating collard greens and yam, and you know, I'm cooking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and honestly, uh, sometimes I fake myself into thinking it tastes better, but I go back to other places in my family and it tastes even better on the plastic and the paper, mm. you know? There you we know? Go. I love it. So uh, 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 the biggest shift for me was I do get to fly business in first class. I'm not flying private because of my environmental you know, thoughts about that. I ain't hating on people who do it, but I don't see burning up a plane for one, two people. Uh, but I love it for people who can do it or for whom it's a net necessity. And I'll tell you, because I didn't change how I am and how I live, I get to enjoy doing a lot of things, Lamar, and running around uh, with some, some anonym anonymity. Now, there are certain places folks will come up to you and it gets a little scary, you know, like in the hallway here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, y'all, we got company, we got company. Uh, but... <laughs> But it, I got nothing but love for you, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, remember, it can be threatening when you're a woman and you old and you in heels and you telling people. I, I stopped being millennial, now I'm next gen. Uh, <laughs> and millennials got too old for me. Uh, but, but folks run up to you, it can be scary for you because they're excited and they're loving you and you gotta, you gotta honor that. You gotta be grateful for that you also, it can get a little scary and sometimes it hurts because people are yanking your arm, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So the, in that way, life changed a little bit. Uh, but I still remember people who, who want to know you and who ask you so nicely, like, tequila girl, I owe you that, that snap and I'm going to give it to you so when I walk off the stage, come right up here because you asked so nicely for it. Awesome. Um, hey guys, if you have a question, you can go ahead and uh, head to the mic. We have time for a few questions. Go ahead and do that. Um, while we're doing that, um, I had one question I had to ask you because I'm always pushing, I'm always talking about employment and black employment and how we have to create jobs. So I said, like, is, I have you here, right, and based on your career and your business, no better person to ask about employment than you. Um, what, just what are your thoughts around the fact that most black businesses are solopreneurs? And that we... Um, most black businesses? Are solopreneurs, right? They uh -huh. don't have employees. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, is there any thoughts around that or any thoughts around, you know, um, the need for us to actually create more jobs so that we can hire more people from our communities? So we can create jobs direct and indirectly. So we got to be mindful of that, okay? We can correct jobs directly by who we hire. We can correct them indirectly by where we hire them. If, we are, if we're building our businesses and we are appreciating that we, uh, we create an economy in, uh, I mean, uh, didn't it just die on that, trying to build businesses in a community, you know? We gotta be real, we're still soldiers, you know? Mm -hmm. We're not generals yet in that respect. But we do wanna appreciate that we're being thoughtful about how we're uh, doing business. One of the things that we can do is as we grow our businesses, like a business scale is mine, then I give very deep attention to who the suppliers are I work with and who they are hiring. Mm -hmm. I may not be hiring those people, but they're not getting my money and doing business or working on my programs if they're not hiring those people. You know, and 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 and, and remember that slide where I said, uh, you know, it's not like and social responsibility, business is social yes. responsibility. That's more critical for us right now than ever before because it's so accessible 
to be in business today. Technology has truly opened the doors. You know, early on I said technology is my geography. I was competing against companies that had brick and mortar where technology was serving me well. Um, I couldn't have done that without it, but I still had to give attention to who my suppliers were hiring, even when technology allowed me that I'm not hiring an employee to do that. And so I think we should keep that mindset, you know, as well. Um, and I'll say this as well. You know, you hear a lot of folks say, don't hire. I feel like I ain't talking to y'all. Um, may I? Yeah, please do. I hear a lot of people say, don't hire relatives. Well, that's relative to who your relative is. Um, I will sit here in front of you because a lady came up to my mom. They inducted me in the Hall of Fame in a town near my home, and my mom had the pleasure of going. And she said, people kept coming up asking her, wasn't she so proud of Janice L. Reetha? Now, when my mother refers to me, she referred, y'all didn't even know my name was L. Reetha, did you? Not L. Reetha, L. Reetha. That's my mom's name, so she always uses it, right? She said, I gave you my name. But they kept coming up to her. She said, Janice L. Reetha, people kept coming up to me and asking me, wasn't I so proud of you, so proud of you? She said, I'm proud of all my children. You know, all my children are successful. And my mother's telling the truth. And Janice L. Reetha would not be sitting here in front of you with Lamar, who I phenomenally respect, if my siblings hadn't been a part of my company. They helped me, I helped them, and we helped us. So please, please, don't listen to people. Don't listen to people who tell you not to hire relatives. I say hire relatives aggressively. Your relatives can fuss with you up and down about something. Walk into a presentation and y'all are tight and aligned like this. Get back in the car and pick it back up. You know? <laughs> and I'm speaking from experience. And 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 and, and the the other thing I'll say about hiring relatives, hire them when they're ready and when you're ready for them. Now, hire them when they are ready. If they still got a little bit of problem and you know they need to do a few more days in the place and get right, <laughs> don't burden them with the responsibility of your company. You getting, being ready for them, make sure when you hire your relatives you're honest about what their expectations can be and what you can offer them. And when you offering up your future and you planning your retirement, you better make sure that you plan in theirs as well. You know, and a lot of families fall out, not because they weren't given opportunities in business, but because the opportunities they were given were not equitable to their effort. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. Hey, do me a favor. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and follow us on this platform right now to make sure you do not miss a beat as we drop new episodes and additional content every single week. Also, if you'd like to get access to a free paperback copy of my book, access to the TSP Traffic Sales and Profit free Facebook group, our challenges, resources, our events, and more, make sure you visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com forward slash podcast.